Hello guys, welcome to another episode of the Voice of Mike. I want to say happy new month and also want to say happy Good Friday. Yes, it's a Good Friday, although uh, we lost our Lord Jesus on the cross, but it's a good thing that he died. So I want to say happy Good Friday. Today I'm going to talk about a topic tied to how Jesus ended tribalism. And if you have listened to last month's episode, uh, the March episode, where we, talk, where we talked about I am one of the 12 tribes of Israel. That was the episode uh, last month. And that episode, I did say that it was a preparation for today's episode, how Jesus ended tribalism. And in the last episode, please, if you haven't listened to it, I will suggest you go back and listen to it again. It's very, very informative and it's going to also help you as we go through today's episode. But nevertheless, you can listen to this one and then you can still go back to it. How Jesus ended tribalism. Now, I want to trace all this thing back to the New Testament, the Old Testament rather, because that is where it all began. Remember I said those tribes, uh, the 12 tribes of Israel, which are the 12 sons of Jacob, when God uh, when they were born and when Moses separated them that way, it wasn't to promote tribalism. It was just their role to identify what they are supposed to do in the nation of Israel, in the community of Israel. So the 12 tribes was not an, it was not an establishment or a beginning of a tribalic system, but it was just to give them a sense of purpose and of belonging. So if you look, when we talk about the, the tribe of Judah, we're talking about the tribe that has um, a place of leadership. When we talk about uh, the, the tribe of uh, Naphtali, we're talking about a, a, a tribe with free spirit. When we talk about the, the tribe of um, Dan, we're talking about judges in Israel. When we talk about the tribe of, um, which other tribe did we talk about? We just mentioned all the 12 tribes of Israel and we gave, uh, we looked at what they were standing for. Yes, so um, it's on the basis of that we are going to talk about that. So it can be traced back to, uh, today's episode can be traced back to uh, the episode that was talked about, which is um, one of the 12 tribes. And one of the 12 tribes I want to talk about is the tribe of Levi. If you listen to that episode, I did say that Levi, we are the tribes consecrated to work with Aaron and his three sons. Aaron and his three sons. Exodus chapter 28, I won't read that please. Exodus chapter 28 verse 1, God told Moses and said, Call Aaron and his sons for me, for I'm going to make them a priest to serve me in my sanctuary. So that was the first time Aaron and his sons were appointed. But as time went on, events happened. I I'd said that in the previous episode. An event happened where Levites were appointed to become priests to serve God. And so God now redefined the priesthood of those who work in the sanctuary in Numbers chapter 3, verse 1 to 14. He called, it's particularly verse 10 of Numbers chapter 3, where God said, Call Aaron and his sons, Eleazar. Aaron and his son Eleazar. Now, Eleazar was a third, was a third born. The first two sons of 
um, Aaron, they committed a crime against, they committed an offense against God, and God was angry and sent fire on them to consume them. So Eleazar was the next in line to serve together with his father. So when God called Aaron and Eleazar, God said also something, call also the tribe of Levi, because they are to serve together with Aaron. And then in Numbers chapter 18, if you go through the whole of chapter 18, we saw the responsibility God gave the tribe of Israel. The, sorry, the, the priest, which is the Levi tribe, together with Aaron and his sons, that they are to bless the people, they are to make peace offering, they were to make sure that the fire on the altar keep burning, they were to make sure that uh, there is holiness in land. So the priests were in charge of holiness in the land. They were also accepting peace offering as well. So these were the duties of the priests. Now, let me go a little bit further to talk about more of this. Now, when we look at, um, forgive me, excuse me. When you look at uh, the sanctuary that was built, among many things about the sanctuary that were built, God told uh, Moses, that in building the temp, uh, the sanctuary, there must be three sections, which is first the outer court, where the people of Israel will stay, and then the inner court, and then the most holy place, which is where the, the, the presence of God is. So the priests, which is Aaron and the Levite, were only to allow to enter the most holy place and the holy place, and then the outer part, Nobody who is anybody that is not of the tribe of Levi or is not one of the sons of the Aaron cannot enter the most holy place and the holy place. So this was it. So there was a veil that covered those sections. There was a veil that covered the holy place and the most holy place. The most holy place is a place where God interacts with the priest. The holy place is where all the sacrifices that are made. The outer court is where the Israelites stays. They are not allowed to pass the veil. They are not allowed to pass the veil. And so if you study the book of Exodus, I think particularly the book of Exodus, I think chapter 28 or so, where God told what the, the cutting, what the veil was going to look like. Some version calls it cutting, some versions calls it, calls it veil. And so the veil was covering these two sections the most holy place the holy place and the outer court so i am sure you understand so the only people who could come into the most holy place and holy place was aaron and his sons and the tribe of levi these were the only people who were going to who were allowed to enter now let's go to the place of emphasis now how jesus did it now we've understand how these things were being made. We understand how priests were made. We understand how the veil were made. We understand this tribe. We now understand that nobody could become priest except you are a Levi or you are one of the sons of Aaron. We now understand that. Now, how did Jesus break tribalism? Now, let's go to Matthew chapter 27. Permit me to read a very long verse from verse 45 to 51. That's our emphasis. 45 says, now from the sixth hour, that's Matthew chapter, 
Matthew chapter 27 rather Matthew chapter 27 45 to 51 it says now from the sixth hour unto the ninth hour there was darkness over all the land and about the ninth hour Jesus cried out with a loud voice saying Eli Eli laba satan laba Eli Eli lama sabatani rather this is my God my God why have you forsaken me some of those who stood there when they had that when they heard what he had said, they said, This man is calling for Elijah. Immediately, one of them ran, ran out and looked for a sponge and filled it with sour wine and poured it on his and poured it on red and offered it to him to drink. The rest said, Let him let him allow him to, to call on Elijah. Let's see if he will save him. And Jesus cried out again with a loud voice and yielded up his spirit. Then behold, the veil of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom, and the earth quaked, and the rock was splitted. Now, Jesus was on the cross, and after all that has been, all that had been prophesied about his death and all that, and this is why this episode is coming by this time, because it is Good Friday. This is when the Lord Jesus died on the cross. It's a remembrance. But beyond just his death, he did one thing on the cross. Among many other things he did, his death was for our redemption. But among many other things he did, when that veil tore into two, when that veil tore from up to bottom, it opened up. It was a sign that there is no more tribalism in times of coming before God. Jesus ended tribalism in the body of Christ. This is why we celebrate Good Friday. Beyond just the fact that he died and his blood was shed for the sins of mankind. Among many other things is that he ended tribalism totally in the body of Christ. He ended it. So when he was crucified, when that caught in tears, what it means that it is no longer the tribe of Levi that can enter into the holies of holies. Anybody can enter into the most holy place of God. Anybody can become priest. Actually, everybody is a priest. And that's why he, Hebrews tells us and says, Let us therefore approach the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy at the hour of need. He was trying to say there is no more, no more need for priests in the temple of God. I am not saying the pastors we have today are, are not supposed to be there. No. What I am trying to say is that pastors are there to guide us. Go and look at the meaning of pastor, pastorian. You understand what past, the word pastor means. And then you'll be able to find their fitting while they are in the church. But beyond just that, what Jesus did was there was no more tribalism. That it is not all of, it's no longer about tribe. Anybody can come in and become a priest. Anybody can approach God any point in time. That is how we handle tribalism. So it is no longer the Levites. It is no longer by erotic uh, 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 ironic lineage it is you accepting jesus i say jesus i've accepted you and the day you do that god god says today you have become a priest in my house you have become a priest and when this happened revelation john told us that what happened on that cross was a seal in heaven. Let's look at Revelation. Let's look at the book of Revelation as we 
round up Revelation chapter 5, verse 8 to 10. Revelation chapter 5, verse 8 to 10. He says, Now, when he had taken the scroll, and the four living creatures, and the twenty-four elders fell down before the Lamb, each having a harp and a golden ball, full of incense, which are prayers of the saints, verse 9, and they sang a new song, singing. So when he took up the seal, when Jesus died on the cross, he took up the seal and died on the cross. When he died, something happened. There was a new song, and this was the song. You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals, for you were slain. He died on the cross, that's what it means. And have redeemed us to God by your blood. Out of every tribe, another another version say out of every kindred. So out of every tribe, meaning out of tribalism totally. So when he died on the cross, it means no more tribalism. And this is why a lot of people don't understand this. And that's why we have Christians who are too inculcated in their religion, in their tribalism rather. That they are not ready to do the things of God simply because it does not involve their tribe. They are not ready to, to get married. So that, that's why when I look at families where fathers and mothers stand and says, um, uh, uh, what they call it, you, you have to marry within my tribe. Who told you? When Jesus came and died, he, he ended tribalism. Everybody can marry whichever person you want to marry. And this is why people miss a lot of blessings. Because there are blessings God wants to bless you, but you have to come out of your tribe. Why did he tell Abraham, come out of your father's tribe? Come out of your father's nation. Because why? The blessings I want to bless you, your tribe will limit that blessing. This is why Jesus had to end it. This is why he has to end it. My brothers and my sisters, don't be too into your tribe. God wants to bless you, but you, you are too into your tribe. Some of you, God wants to bless you, but he is saying you have to marry outside your tribe. And so because you are just into, into your tribe, say, I ah, know it has to be my tribe. I'm so sorry. Forgive me. But the truth of the matter is there are things if God wants to do with you, he has to bring you out of your tribe. That's why he said you have called us out of our tribe first because he knew that tribal things are very crucial in particularly in an african setting forgive me but that's the truth in an african setting we are too into our tribes that we cannot break out and yet god wants to do something and god is saying you have been born again you are no longer you no longer belong to that tribe again you no longer belong to Igbo tribe. You no longer belong to Aousa. You no longer be, be, belong to Yoruba tribe. You belong to my tribe. You have been called out of that tribe into my own. This is why Jesus died. He died that you no longer owe it to your tribe again. He died that you are no longer bound by your tribe. You are no longer chained in your tribalism. He died so that you may be free. This is why he died. This is why we celebrate today. Are you still living in that mindset of tribalism? Please come out of it. Please come out of it. Today, beg God and say, Jesus, you died on the cross. When that veil opened, you broke tribalism. Lord, just as the way that veil was opened, 
tear this this curtain of tribalism before me tear it into two and let me come out freely that i may enter into your rest and enter into your glory i want to pray for someone when we are talking about tribalism is when you have received jesus you have given your life to him that god can bring you out of this tribe and i want to urge you that in this season of reflection because easter is a season of reflection Jesus did it once and for all. We are not saying we celebrating Easter is not like Jesus is is redying again. No, it's just a reflection. Seasons like this is just a moment of reflection. Good Friday is a moment of reflection. And I want you to think about your life. Think about it. You cannot come out of this tribe you are into into his own tribe if you have not given your life to him. Please give your life to Christ. And I want to lead somebody this afternoon, this morning rather. Say, Lord Jesus, thank you. Thank you for dying on the cross for me. Thank you for coming to this world to die for me, even before I was born. Thank you because you have called me out of my tribe. Call your tribe. See, you have called me out of Lupe tribe into your tribe. Thank you. Please accept my life. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me. Purify me. Purify me like gold. Call me your own. Anoint me with your oil. And bring me to this new tribe. This tribe, the, the, the tribe in Jesus that has no shackles or, or has no bound at all to the glory of your name. Thank you, Jesus. For in Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Congratulations, you have accepted Jesus. And it's going to be a wonderful time with God. Um, let's keep talking. You can, you can get my information at the end of this episode. But let me pray for those of us who are still bound in our tribalism. Our cultures have bound us down. I pray for you in the name above every other name. Jesus, who ended tribalism on the cross, may he end in our lives in the name of Jesus. May we come out free. May we come out victorious. We pray for every setback in our tribes, the every setback that is at the result of where our minds have been put in tribalism. Lord, break us forth and break us out to the glory of your name. Thank you, Heavenly Father. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. So that brings us to the end of today's episode. Please share this with somebody that somebody may know more about how Jesus ended tribalism. Our Facebook page is still the voice of Mike. And our email address is the voiceofmike at hotmail.com. Please send us an email and we'll reply as fast as I can. Thank you very much and have a wonderful week. And enjoy the Easter. Please enjoy the Easter. Celebrate his resurrection. Share it and tell people about it. Thank you and have a wonderful weekend. Bye. Jesus paid it.
Sing.